Welcome to Craving More, a CrossFit Crave podcast where we find motivation through obstacles, resistance, and everyday life with your co-host, Matt and CJ. On today's podcast, we become the guest on PRing Your Life with Dr. Libby Wilson and health coach Alex Payton. Please enjoy today's podcast as we review grit. We talk about things that we've struggled with in our lives and how we were able to overcome them. Sorry about the video, guys. There's none available today. Please enjoy the great listen. Welcome to the PRing Your Life podcast, episode number 14. This podcast is designed to help age 40 plus athletes live their best life. On this episode, we're going to continue our talk with our friends Matt and CJ about grit and the hardest things we've ever done and what we learned from those experiences. We're keeping it real and sharing the highs and the lows, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We loved having these guys on the podcast and felt like we could have talked to them for hours. Let's jump back into our conversation about grit. Remember, the only thing that is different between people who achieve their goals and those who don't are those who don't give up. We've got a lot to share, so let's quit wasting time and go. Hi, I'm Dr. Libby. And I'm Coach Alex. Welcome to PR in Life podcast, where it's all about thriving, not just surviving as an over 40 athlete. I've been a family practitioner for almost 20 years, and I have been dissatisfied with what medicine has to offer athletes. Now, as a functional medicine doctor, I've teamed up with Alex, a functional health coach, to talk about how to get to the root cause of symptoms. And together, we'll teach you how to make 40 and beyond the best years of your life. I met this guy. He, we still talk on Instagram a little bit, but he would just talk about, we talked about everything and anything. Like I would share, I would sneak Sour Patch Kids in my pocket and just like hand him some. Yeah. And then he'd just like... He'd tell me about his wife and his kids and what he does for a living. And it's amazing how close you get to a person when yes. you're just like, mm-hmm. it's amazing. That mutual Hours. suffering for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Now, so like what made you decide to sign up for it? Like your your buddy's getting ready to go. To, he's going to be a Navy SEAL or try to be a Navy SEAL, right? Mm-hmm. And so you like hear about this and you're like, I'm going to sign him up for this. Is that kind of how yeah. it started? Well, he so he told me about it. Okay. Initially, he dropped out because he couldn't afford it. So I was like, oh, I'll pay for yours. And okay. then, yeah, so as his, like, going away present. Got it. And then I got, I got roped in. Yeah, so he, <laughs> he did it, too, and finished mm-hmm. it as well. Because yep. no one wants to do that alone. I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. He I have it. friends that I've he done that with, too. Yes. They may be sitting at this table. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're coming along. Yes. Yeah, sucking yeah. me into some things for sure. Yeah. But are you glad you did it? Yeah, I'm very glad. Yeah. Was, what did like, you... After... What are we gonna say? I was gonna I say, what'd you learn about yourself? Yeah. Really? So after Definitely. the go ruck, yeah. we were in North Carolina. We were driving back up, and we stopped in Athens. So my friend graduated from Athens as well. Okay. So um, we were stopping in to see my fiance lives in Athens, mm-hmm. and then um, well, goes to school there, I guess. But so we were stopping in to see her, and then some like professors and stuff, and a couple of friends. And we were. I was walking to class with Alyssa, my fiance, mm-hmm. and um. It started pouring. Like we we usually have like a 20, 25 minute walk to class. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking with her. I'm hobbling with her because I still can't move. <laughs> yeah. Like, but then it just starts pouring, and it was like, like usually I'd get so mad. I'm just like, 
you're getting wet and then you have to go sit inside and then it gets cold. And then I didn't even think about it raining. I was just like, right. like, mm. yeah, like this isn't bad. Like I walked for 24 hours in this stupid stuff. Right. Like, with a, this is nothing. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't even have a, have a backpack on. Boots on. Yeah, yeah. literally. But so then I just got to thinking like, like, why do I usually get so upset when it's raining or I'm getting rained on mm-hmm. when rain is so essential to life? Right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, I'm pretty sure I can deal with being wet for a little bit if it means the plants will grow and animals will get water. Exactly. Yeah. Like it you feel does. oddly selfish. Yeah. Because like farmers and everything, being around here, like farmers and everything need that rain. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, I wish I could be comfortable for five more minutes while I'm walking right. to class. Like mm-hmm. get over yourself. How like egocentric <laughs> is that, right? Yeah, yeah Exactly. I think about that with like COVID right now. It's like, you know, what a bummer that I can't like do all the things that I want. And it's like, I'm in the comfort of my own home mm-hmm. with like, Amazon Prime delivering whatever mm-hmm. I need to my door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can still um, go to wine and DoorDash. <laughs> and like all the, right. like, Coffee is I mean, available. I, yes. Binging Netflix. I mean, like, it's like, this is so comfortable. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. this is not mm-hmm. a sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. We, we talked about that a little bit about the lessons from COVID. Yeah. You know, and the, the, it's true. the giving up the little things, you know, and I, for me, it was that, that uh, you know, I've traveled around the world, so I I see countries that are not as fortunate as mm-hmm. as we are, whether yes. they're communist countries or they're. Um, so, when your freedom is taken from you, yeah, right. Which let's be honest, there was some freedoms taken from us in right. COVID. Yep, the freedom for commerce, businesses. Mm-hmm. Y- yeah, you, know, you 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 finally get a feel for what some of the other, you know. 99% of the world's population right. lives in every single day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I mean, scale. honestly, first world problems. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had this discussion. It's like, mm-hmm. come on, what are we really complaining about? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, wow. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You know? So we, for a short amount of time, <clears throat> month or two, yeah. stuff was locked down and your freedoms were taken from you. Mm-hmm. We will live the rest of our lifetime before and after with all the freedoms of, yeah. of any country in the world, yeah. more so than any country in the world. Yeah. There's some people that live that yeah. every, every single, single day. day. Yeah. yeah. Please don't take it for granted. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, be a, thankful for what you have. Have you seen the documentary like Happy on Netflix? No. Happy or Happiness or something? Is uh-uh. it good? It Yeah, it's really good. But it compares like people in those, I don't know, that area of the world mm-hmm. with like Americans and they're all, they all rank happier than we do. Right. You know, Isn't that's that interesting? what mm-hmm. it's it's funny you said that we had friends that lived <clears throat> in Mali, West Africa, in Kachala. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they would talk about because they don't know a lot of things. Right. They're just happy. Right. They're happy playing with a rock and yeah. balls yeah. and different mm-hmm. stuff and playing yeah. outside because no one has told them they're not happy right. because they don't have playstations and game right. boxes and targets mm-hmm. right. and mm-hmm. groceries. And yeah, exactly. Well, who do you compare yourself to when everyone's on an equal level? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. None of them have anything. You're right. You're yeah. golden. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's yeah. like you don't have to keep up with the Joneses because right. That's right. The Joneses don't have the Joneses either. aren't even <laughs> there. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. I, I learned that lesson firsthand. It was in Guatemala, it's in the capital city, mm-hmm. what used to be the capital city of Guatemala, which is not anymore, but it was up in the mountains on on near a um, a volcano range. Um, it's no longer there because it was completely destroyed and then rebuilt after that. So they moved the capital. Um, city of Guatemala, but we were visiting the old the old city, if you will, that they rebuilt, and there was two little boys that were shining shoes, and I was down there for work, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool, and we were taking a break, and we yeah. were touring this city, so I said, yeah, come along, you, you can sign my shoes, and had a conversation, they spoke English, had a conversation with them, very broken, but they were able to speak, um, and I, I gave them a $10 bill, 
you know, because I'm like, here's just, here's a 10. Yeah. And they were looking at me like, we, we don't have any change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's okay. And I said, that's okay. Take that. And they scrambled off and I talked to them before they left about, you know, hey, stay in school or try yeah. to learn, right? Try to take care of your yeah. parents, you know, do the mm-hmm. things that, that you would want, you know, yeah. a child like that to do. And the guy that was with us looked at me and he says, you just fed that family probably for the next month. Oh my God. And I'm like, you're kidding. The average income is like $100 yeah. a year. Yeah. And, wow. and, he, and I'm like, what? Yeah. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, those two boys, they're out of school because they can't afford to go to the schools down yeah. there. Oh right. My gosh. And my guess is you provided their family for the next month, mm-hmm. that $10 bill. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, reality check. Exactly. <laughs> and we spend $10 like at. Wine yeah. ends, you yeah. know, and just That's buy right. coffee and yeah. don't you even. You and your coffee, I yeah. tell you. Yeah, I know. It's privileged. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. It's crazy. It's that is yeah. so crazy. But yeah, the um, the military stuff is pretty cool, I think, you know, mm. and um, that's just. What a neat thing yeah. to do, and yeah. what a neat challenge to put They, ask you they live that all the time. Though. I'm sure. I was yeah. like, I'm sure they're like, do you yeah. want to join? Did they ask you to join? Sign they didn't. No. no. You really? should. Like, have you ever thought about yeah. joining the military? <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know though. Yeah. I don't. That's a, that's a weird thing that, like, me and my fiance are working through right now. Yeah. Because you just like like we said earlier, like, are you asked why, like, what made you do those that yeah. thing? I just keep trying to find really hard things to try to like like find yourself you know yeah because like i don't i don't really know what i'm doing like and it's not like a depressing way i think a lot of people my age are that way absolutely but you're just like like i gained so much more from that than i do like binge Some, watching netflix right or you know like Perhaps. if i'm going out and then you see other people and you see other people's perspectives like that's why i love this podcast so much is like so many people come on like i get you guys's perspective like yeah. i get you know. You've got a thirst for kind of learning and growing, mm-hmm. and like I see that in you for sure. Yeah. Like my my husband was in the army, so he he went to basic training right out of high school, army, and I mean, he was kind of a goof off at this point of his life, you know. Mm-hmm. And he just you know wasn't real disciplined. He was a smart guy, but just not really, you know, didn't mm-hmm. have it quite together. And the army. Like, he talks about basic training very much like that. Like, they kept telling him, like, you can quit if you want to. Come on mm. in. It's warm. We'll give you a nice drink if you want. And and just getting through that. And then just, I mean, he just matured a lot as a person there. And I remember we were dating. Um, and he was an ROTC in college. And he was trying to decide if he was going to go active duty or guard reserves. Mm-hmm. And I was applying to med school. And I'm like, look, I don't, I can't. The, the path I want to take is not going to allow me to be this army wife that can move. Mm-hmm. And so he gave that up and decided to go a different route. But he misses it. Really? He loved the military. And I think he loves what he does now. I mean, yeah. He's had some great opportunities in life. But I think he wishes he could have done more mm-hmm. with the military. And he just grew so much as a person and a leader. I mean, that some of the stuff that they teach in the military is just so mm-hmm. yeah. awesome. And some of that special, like he could totally like do special forces or something. <laughs> yeah. And oh my gosh, CJ, yeah. that would be cool. I mean, who knows, you know, yeah. but yeah. it's still That's a right. super cool thing. And like, I think there's, I mean, so many people could never get through that. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. they would have quit right off. Yeah. And well, I don't, yeah. 23-year-old Libby could have not gotten through I don't that. know, 48 yeah. Year old Alex. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. That's I mean, right. yeah, I think mentally now I would tough it through, but I don't know. Like at that 23, yeah. no way, no yeah. way. So that's yeah. that's huge. I, I think yeah. a lot of these 
endurance things that I see people go through, it happens when they're a little bit older in life. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. like I I didn't. Mentally, you're a little bit stronger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. So to have that at 23, like I think that's a huge, that's huge. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. can't, I mean, I can only imagine like, like when you figure out what you want to do in life and you set your mind to it. Yeah. Like unstoppable, I think. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And you know what? Like, yeah, a lot of people at 23 don't have it all figured out Mm -hmm. yet. I mean, it's. Um, you've only been exposed to what you've been exposed to. There's a whole big world of yeah. all kinds yeah. of things out there mm-hmm. that you don't even necessarily know about yet, you know? Right. right. Yeah. But <clears throat> so. I think that's that's like the beauty of it, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think when you realize that getting uncomfortable is like awful while it's happening, it's like a small price to pay for how much happiness and joy you get out of it. Mm-hmm. Like later. You know? Yes. Yeah. Like you slowly start to find joy in the things that most people think suck. Right. Yeah. Right, like walking to class in the rain. It's yeah. like, mm-hmm. instead of it being the worst in the world, they were like, yeah. I've got the- Old CJ would be so mad right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You say J- CJ's got some perspective, Yeah, we're right? good to go. Yes. It's not what happens to you, but how you react. Absolutely. Right. 100% character development. Yep. Yeah, I that's great. 100% great believe yep. that way. Yep. Yeah. And nobody that, can ever take that experience away exactly. from you. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, yeah, yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome. Thanks okay. for sharing that because that, that is yeah. super cool stuff. Your buddy went to okay. the – he's the one that left for SEALs? He leaves July 20th. Yeah. So he's going to be in the training for a Navy SEALs? Yeah, he, so he leaves his – I don't really know the whole process. He leaves July 20th for like the Navy basic. Okay. And then okay. January is when his like buds training starts. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Is he so from Coldwater? Nope. He's from Belpre. It's okay. close to Athens. So I met him – I didn't meet him until – College. Sophomore, junior year, okay. college. Okay, got it. But he was in our like close friend group, same age. Okay. I'll have to, like, my husband would love to hear how he does and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that yeah. is it's fun super to watch. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Because that's, that's legit, man. Yeah. Navy no SEAL training. No oh, my kidding. gosh. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. He's going to have some stories. Some to hard tell. dudes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Miss Alex, you're up, girl. <gasps> See, now you've got me all like, because originally the deal was fitness and yeah. then you change it to life stuff it can you be have, that's you have a little time yeah. to because i was be such a screw up <laughs> from about age 13 to 19 so to 47 that's, <laughs> that's, it. Yeah. that's yeah. it 13 to 19 well that's you know it's really funny matt i have to say this you're like i finally started kind of get my life together at 25 26 yeah so i got pregnant when i was 18 uh-huh. and my husband he continued to be a screw up. I love you, Dan, but you know it too. That <laughs> um, he'll admit it wasn't yeah. until he's like twenty five or twenty six, yeah. and mm-hmm. we kind of joke like I found out I was pregnant, and a switch went off on me. Like mm-hmm. that lifestyle ends now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm now a mom. Yeah, and I'm yep. so internally grateful that yep. I had that switch in me that that happened because mm-hmm. it doesn't happen to everybody. Yeah, that switch didn't happen <laughs> yeah. until yeah. I was seen at a divorce lawyer and walking out the door. Then yeah. the switch went off, yeah. and so it's it's interesting just on how like. At different points, men mm-hmm. kind of come to that, yep. and he was yep. about the exactly same age. You know, <clears throat> he had a choice which path, mm-hmm. and said, "Okay, yeah, I want my path to yeah. be with God, our, my family." Yeah, our stories so, are extremely very, very similar because mm-hmm. I, when my my first wife married, divorced my <clears throat> first wife, and I, um, she was eighteen, I was one, tw- just turned twenty. Okay, and she got pregnant. Yeah, right, and then it was that the switch didn't happen for us. It took, yeah. it took. Headlong into a divorce, headlong yeah. into 
two kids. Like sounds like yeah, you being the like primary parent. Somebody, yeah. this has got to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, and you know, so you you start to work yourself out of that. Yeah, and sometimes the other partner just doesn't want to follow that same path. And, yeah, uh, yeah, but you're right. So our stories are yeah. Very, Maybe it started differently, but finished in the middle there. And I guess I, you know, and I guess kind of talking about that grit, kind of the same thing. You know, I had some stuff happen and then bad choice after bad choice Mm -hmm. leading up to that. And, you know, 100% so internally grateful that I got pregnant when I was 18 because I honestly don't know where I'd be today. I have no idea what path I would have gone. So, I mean, that was the best thing. And, And so, but it was so hard being young and just feeling like every door is closed in your face mm-hmm. and every time you're trying to get ahead mm-hmm. it just seemed like it was a constant struggle forever yeah. i mean it was you know it took me and and i'm glad that i i had that of knowing it was terrifying i'm like i'm 18 i'm with this guy mm-hmm. he's got a lot of issues we're stupid what were we thinking yeah. i don't have a de- I have no education to fall on. Mm-hmm. I mean, what am I going to do? How am I going to raise this kid? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that really set my path on, I have to get my degree. And mm-hmm. it took me 10 years mm-hmm. to yeah. go to school, to you know night school and Saturday classes and everything to finally get my bachelor's degree. But it was really that having, having him that made all mm-hmm. that happen, mm-hmm. which I'm so... The catalyst, yeah. What so, seems like, like when you find out you're pregnant as... You know, a young yeah. person, it's like this is the worst thing that could ever happen, yeah. right? But it turns out sometimes to be oh, the best mm-hmm. thing that could yeah. ever happen. Yeah. I mean, you for know? both mm-hmm. of us, and Dan sure. and I both say all the time, we're both like, let's have a baby. This is a great idea. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, and so it was like, yeah. what were we, you know, oh my, I'm so grateful we didn't screw this poor kid up. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, Colin is just an exceptional human being. I really don't know how I came from us. <laughs> but um, so, it, I mean, that definitely has. I will say set for Dan and I the mindset of you have choices. Mm-hmm. You have choices mm-hmm. on how you want to go. Yep. No one gave us anything. Mm-hmm. It right. was we had to, I mean, it was a struggle after struggle. Mm-hmm. And so it I, it definitely set forth. And I'm going to say probably the same thing like when Dan and I did our first um, marathon together. You know, it was so overwhelming for him because he said, Everyone said I would never make it. Mm-hmm. My dad said I was going to have the eight ball the rest of my life. I was mm-hmm. going to be behind it. And so it was that f- for us that people saying you're never going to make it, you're a piece of crap, mm-hmm. you're you're this, you're that, mm-hmm. that just fueled that fire for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, in a lot of ways I'm kind of glad, I'm, you know, mm-hmm. that that's, mm-hmm. you know, kind of inspired the and, chip on your shoulder kind oh, of you talk about a chip yeah yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah we definitely have that chip yeah. and that's for sure yeah so but i guess that really kind of i think matt you tell me if you agree mm-hmm. that coming from a very addictive behavior mm-hmm. i stay away from everything yeah but fitness became my addiction yeah, I one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. And mm-hmm. that's that's where I was at, you know, yeah. ten almost eleven years eleven years ago now when yeah. when Ashley first opened Crave and that was I, I found out from CrossFit from a different individual, a different friend. Okay. And then she opened it in Solana and that first week it was like very the addictiveness yeah. very early on. But mm-hmm. I was gonna go back. You you made a comment that resonates with me and that that where you dig out of, you know, when you made that switch. I think yeah. 
at least it was for me, and I see it in our kids, the probation kids that we bring in, is you tell so many lies yeah. when, you're, when, you're, when you've got that chip on your shoulder yeah. to get through things, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That that lie becomes reality, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Yes. For yourself. Yeah. And, then, and then you're stuck, yeah. right? And because now it's one lie leads to the next leads to a lifestyle, yeah. Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And that's, it took me till I was 26 to learn that, the, you know, First of all, the outward lies that I, you know, the yeah. hey, look at me, I'm happy go lucky, and inside it was just mm-hmm. trash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It took me to to change that and say, okay, this is where I'm really at. And it took one friend to to enter my life to say, hey, yeah, like I see through that lie, you know, mm. I see through yeah. it. Yeah, did he call you out on it? Oh yeah, uh huh, yeah, wow, I see through it, you know. And then it was like, oh, yeah. But I, I don't know if that's, but that's the way it was for me. It was like that that constant lying to myself internally, which turned into lying externally, yeah, which yeah. turned into that's the life. I'm going to say that was yeah. more my husband. Okay, that was more yeah. for him. Yeah, living a living a lot of half truths. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so that was definitely um, for him. Mine, and and you kind of talked about that that person in your head of, I always go back to that person in my head of I never want to go back to that darkness. Mm-hmm. Never, yeah. never, 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 yeah. never. Yeah. And you know when, you know, Dan will say, "How was your day? It was great. Mm-hmm. My day's great." Because yeah. I don't ever want to go back to that. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I know what it can be. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and so it, it's it is very interesting. It's not things you you know talk about you know with a lot of people and just kind of being that raw. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah. but it's but it is it's it's made us who we are. Sure. Mm-hmm. And one hundred percent. But. Um, and I'll say that definitely got us. That really drew me. So my background was more the the marathon running, the longer running, that kind of stuff, the trails, that. And it was interesting. There's a lot of former addicts mm-hmm. in the endurance community, mm-hmm. a lot. And so I think you find that same like-minded person. Yeah. And so you just you feel kind of at peace and kind of accepted in that Mm -hmm. and so that was such a draw to me and that was such a really healing of just being able to be yourself and talk about because you know like you said the social media thing you know we were going to this great church and everything else but their picture perfect and mm-hmm. I'm always mm-hmm. like, if they had any idea, if they knew what I'd done, yeah. if they I had wouldn't any, be accepted. Then they would not accept me because they're perfect. They're mm-hmm. perfect. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, they're perfect. And um, so it was very nice to just be like, wow, here's who I am. Here's mm-hmm. what my past was, and you know, yeah, take it or take yeah. it or leave it. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, that definitely got into the fitness, and I think that really. Um, that kind of determination has really kind of powered through a lot of proving, constantly proving to myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it's not beating someone else, but it's proving to myself I'm good enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you're good enough just the way you are. Exactly. You know? But it's, mm-hmm. it's still there. Mm-hmm. It's still, yeah. you know, that, that from being a kid of not being good enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of you know, yeah. And you know do what? You, I think do you we struggle, all with struggle with that. Yeah. Yes. Do, you, do you struggle with that today? One hundred percent. Like I, like I had to learn to be a friend just a few years ago. And I, Libby mm-hmm. and I talk about this mm-hmm. that I always, my husband calls it my push stick. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've got my, 
you know, hand mm-hmm. out because mm-hmm. I didn't grow up with emotions. We didn't ever mm-hmm. discuss feelings, yep. never talked yep. about love, mm-hmm. never yep. anything, never hugs. Mm-hmm. And so I never had that connection with humans. Mm-hmm. And, you know, until I had kids and all of a sudden for the first time in my life, I have these emotions and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, this is so different than, yeah. you know, and then dealing with, boy, we're getting deep here of, why do my parents never feel this way? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm. Yeah. And so it's interesting to kind of deal with oh, a yeah. lot of that kind of stuff, but that's a whole other. Um, but yeah, just always feeling that self-worth and mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. feeling like I need to set these massive goals mm-hmm. to prove to myself mm-hmm. yeah. I am good enough. Yeah, And it's mm-hmm. easy to backslide. I, I found, you yeah. know, just physically from my shoulder surgery, the, the, the mental process of knowing what to eat right and how to be healthy and all that. Man, when the when adversity steps into me and that that head starts yeah. to get starts to really take over, that's yeah. when the backslide. And it, it I backslid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Well, Matt, big th- time. Libby knows this because I was always the runner. Alex, the runner, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. felt like that's where a lot of my people in my life came from. Because you know, I want to hang out with Alex. She's such a great runner. She's mm-hmm. this. She's that. Yeah. And then I got this crazy injury. Well, then I wasn't the runner anymore. Mm-hmm. So who are you? That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Finding that identity was about two years. Of oh, all yeah. of a sudden, I have to rely on a personality oh, to yeah. get friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's a joke. You're right. But seriously, yeah. like I had to learn on mm-hmm. how to be a really giving, yeah. two-way street yep. friend for the first time in my life, yeah. and it was, you know, yep. it was it, the best thing that it was literally the best thing that ever yeah. happened. And it's amazing yeah. through that process is you you really those, those turn those words are like you really find your true friends when you're yeah. the lowest. You Thank know? goodness mm-hmm. Libby's still here. Yeah, yeah. And I, <laughs> I I went through that exact same when yeah. I when I made the decision to stop drinking. Yeah, and, and I'll have an alcoholic beverage now mm-hmm. every once in a great while. Mm-hmm. Right, we we don't go to a lot of parties. It's just because yeah. I know what that leads to. Now I've got full control now. Mm-hmm. No problem. Yeah. Like I can have a glass yeah. of wine or a beer or a glass of tequila because I really enjoy the taste of tequila. <laughs> mm-hmm. No issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No problem at all. Mm-hmm. But when I made the decision when I was 26, like I got to stop yeah. like right now. And, and some of these friends, I was in their weddings. Yeah. We had that too. Gone. Literally. Mm-hmm. Gone. We're not, not, not over a short period of time, like a couple of weeks or a couple of months or a couple of weeks. Gone. Hey, I can't drink. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Because you make them uncomfortable. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, know? you make I'm them like, uncomfortable. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So you think about that little person in the back of your head says, "Okay, I got to make a change." Now I've divorced, two kids on my own, 26. Mm-hmm. Like you know, there were times where I was opening the cupboard, going, "I got no food in there," mm-hmm. and all my money spent on alcohol, and yeah. I got these two. What am, you know? So mm-hmm. you start. Dialing parents like, hey, can we come out for dinner? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. And that's the yeah. that's the struggle. But yeah. you're you're like you said, your friends like you, like it's true. Like mm-hmm. I woke up yeah. one day and went, I got yeah nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> all the friends I had, I had to reassociate with. Yeah, and you start to think there's something like inherently wrong with you, like deficient oh, with you. I for deal sure. with yeah. that all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Every time something happens, I'm like, what did I do? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's an immediate, what did I do? I'm not mm-hmm. worthy. I'm obviously yep. not worthy mm-hmm. of their friendship. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly right. Instead of being like, Libby and I listened to this great podcast, she actually had me listen to it, mm-hmm. of, 
you're not for everybody, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be you. Be yeah. the authentic you. Mm-hmm. Either they like it or they don't. Mm-hmm. And so that was, you know, a really powerful. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, we got I, a lot in common. Yeah, that's yeah. another podcast. Well, that is a what? whole other podcast. But I think we all have some of that, and we yeah. all think it's like a deep dark secret that we want to hide within ourselves because if we say it then Mm -hmm. people will see how flawed we are and then we'll lose everything that we've got right yeah but i think it's such a common experience that's why it's so weird is that it is so common yeah but but we all want to put on this facade that like exactly yeah Mm -hmm. i'm perfect i've got it all figured Mm -hmm. out or you'll pick the good parts out about someone and be like oh i don't match up in that realm like i'm screwed yeah Mm -hmm. then you're like yeah someone else is like well, yeah, but they don't have this or this or this, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. We can see like the highlight reels of other mm-hmm. people's yeah. lives. And mm-hmm. it's interesting. Like when I first get to know somebody, like when you, I'm sure we've all experienced this. Like when you meet somebody for the first time, like you're like, wow, like that person's got it all figured mm-hmm. out. Right. Yeah. And then sometimes as you get to know them better, you start to see their, they're good and they're bad. Sure. And you realize that they're just a flawed human, just like the rest of us. And yeah. sometimes we are like, oh, well, they're not maybe as impressive as I thought, but they're real none of us are as impressive as people think we are all just Mm -hmm. you know struggling imperfect but worthy people right and Mm -hmm. um and i used to just think like if i when i achieve this one thing Mm -hmm. then maybe i'll feel better about myself or something yeah and they do kind of make you feel a little bit better yeah. but then mm-hmm. it's kind of short for how and then, long yeah, yeah. and then yeah. then what next right? well you know and we talked about this once it was interesting like after we did our iron mans and stuff and you would talk to the other 99.9 percent of people they're like what's an iron man the movie mm-hmm. yeah that people don't get what, what you've done <laughs> mm-hmm. and right. so it really doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. to 99.999 percent right. of the world because they have no idea what you're talking yeah. about mm-hmm. but it so, shouldn't Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly, it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. You do it mm-hmm. for you, right? right. And yeah. yeah, right. If you're, mm-hmm. if that's what you're looking for, that outside mm-hmm. accolades, it's no one cares. It's a lonely well, world. There. It's, I, yeah, I joked. I used to make fun of, and I think I did this at first. Like you get your stickers and you put them on your car right, right. and oh, all yeah. that. Then after that. that, I was like, I don't need. It became my joke. Like <laughs> I don't need to tell everybody how awesome I am. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I, I don't need to do that. I don't need to throw all the stickers to sure. let everybody know everything that I've done. Yeah. So yeah. people tend to like you more when you're like, I don't know, when you talk about the realness, I mm-hmm. think is like yeah. mm-hmm. people dig that and just can relate to it more. Yeah. You know, exactly. It really is so true. All right. What's your grit? Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> so um, I originally was going to talk about the JFK 50 miler. Yeah. That Alex roped me into doing. We did a 50-mile... <laughs> There's your story. <laughs> ...quote, unquote, run. It was more like a walk. Yeah. And I had to care... Didn't I have to get you out of the shower, out of the bathtub? Yeah. Talk no. about yes. Oh, no. Yes. Yes. So nice. she's like, hey, I, thank God for CrossFit that I could carry. <laughs> Literally. Like, I was so beat up afterwards that I hobbled into the hotel got mm-hmm. in the bath. I think I had to take a bath instead of a shower because I couldn't stand for the shower. Mm-hmm. And then I couldn't get out of the tub. <laughs> and I was like, I had to call. I'm like, she was in the room just yeah. kind of hanging out. Yeah. And I'm like, you need to come in and help. <laughs> I'm like, for real? She's like, yes. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, you know, Ooh. I'm glad yeah. she's so little. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was like, I've done a couple Ironmans and, you know, a 50k and a bunch of marathons but that thing was so hard and, and it was it was a lack of training you know i had mm. just i did it several months after an ironman i completed so in my mind i thought well i just trained for an ironman yeah, this will be easy this won't be any mm. harder yeah. but 
trail running is a little bit different well, than training for an Ironman. And the first 16 miles are on the AT. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it is yeah, hilly, hilly yep. and very hilly. jagged rocks. Yeah. Very, so you're yeah. climbing some of it. Yes. And, yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and we kept getting to the different stations, cutoff points, like just in time to not be cut off. Which mm-hmm. We're I'm almost never... hoping that, yeah. yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah. so we knew. Oh, I tripped. Sorry. Yeah. We <laughs> knew we had to keep running to make the cutoffs. Yeah. But yet we felt like we couldn't run. But yet we did. You know, we made we, it. We made mm-hmm. it. But And I never really considered quitting i mean it was just one of those things but um but as i was thinking about this i was andy was asking me what i was going to talk about and he said i think you should talk about year one med school and and i I said you know well that's really the hardest thing i've ever done and it was it was one of those things that first of all i didn't feel like i belonged in med school like i felt like i I felt like everything in my You're life. The smartest people I know. Well, I, yeah, what do you mean? I, I just I felt like I, feel I dumb see. Oh, yeah, for real. Yeah. But see, you see everything like shining her life, and she just sees everything dull. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, we all do it, right? So, mm-hmm. I felt like I had kind of gotten in by the skin of my teeth. Mm-hmm. Because I had. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was on a waiting list, and then I got in, kind of like. I don't know. I think it started in the middle of August. I got it in July, I think. So I didn't know for sure that I had a spot until mm-hmm. then. And you know, you're just looking around at all these other kids that are super smart, and you think, I, I just, you almost kind of feel like you kind of lucked your way into it almost, mm-hmm. you know? And um, so, and I was somebody in college and in high school, I'd worked pretty hard. So like, I wasn't just this like naturally smart person who could just not study and get good grades. Like mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think I'm naturally pretty smart, but I always worked super hard too. Like I wanted to like ensure that I was going to get an A on the test. So the way I would ensure that was I would study super hard, master all the material that they're going to potentially ask you about, and I'd get a good grade. And then med school starts and the amount of information you have to learn is super cumbersome. And so (laughs) it no longer worked to just master everything right. to make sure you're going to get an A on the test. And I remember the very first test in gross anatomy, um, there was this list of objectives to know. And it was, I mean, it was over the first couple of months of stuff that we had learned. So just massive amounts of information. And I decided, well, I'm going to go through these objectives and just mm-hmm. memorize yeah. <laughs> everything yeah. that these yeah. objectives are. And one of the first objection objectives was to learn the origin and the insertion of like all the muscles of it was probably like the whole arm and it was upper body stuff and so i made these flashcards and i remember like memorizing exactly like Mm. really i should have memorized general vicinity but like like i was looking this up so it was like um the the muscle brachioradialis so it would be like the lateral supracondylar ridge of the humerus would be the insertion (laughs) and then um And then the other the um, origin would be like the styloid process of the radius, and I memorized that. (sighs) You can't even do that. Yeah, hours and hours and hours to memorize. I can't pronounce the words either. I mean, I had to relook it up because, of course, it never stuck. I mean, it stuck long enough for that. But because I spent so much time, I never got through to a lot of the other objectives, even though I was like studying every waking hour. Right. So I take this test, first test in med school. I get a C. Now, 
a C might as well be like an F minus in Libby's book because like that is yeah. total failure. Like yeah, A. Total panic sets in. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh. I see, I am not cut out for this. Yeah. Like I this is a mistake that I'm here. I shouldn't be here. This mm-hmm. is I am just a fraud. And mm-hmm. if anyone really knew how stupid I was, mm-hmm. it never let me in. Yeah. And um so I decided that I just needed to study harder, which was gonna be really hard because I was studying the time, mm-hmm. you know. And at this point, I was engaged. Um, so I'm planning a wedding and I'm, you know, studying all the time. And it's just becoming super unhealthy. Like, I yeah. mean, I'm just barely eating, barely sleeping, mm-hmm. just studying, studying, studying. And then shockingly, I started to do a little bit better. I think that was the only C I got. I started getting mostly A's and B's, but it was at what expense? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. my total health sure. is just going down the drain. Yep. And then, um, what happened was we bought a condo. Actually, my mom bought a condo for us to live in after we got married. And this would have been like in the spring of the first year of med school. And I remember um, we were like fixing the condo up, trying to get it ready. And um, we had bought wallpaper to put some wallpaper up. And my husband's mother and aunt came to kind of help me hang some wallpaper and we i taken the weekend off which was unusual usually i would study all weekend but we were starting to hang this stuff and we didn't get it completely up and so we were going to have to you know just leave it as mm-hmm. is and get back to it later yep. and it drove me nuts that it was like <laughs> half done because yeah. i'm like super ocd about that kind of stuff so i like stayed up i think like all night trying to do it myself to get it yeah yeah and which got me tired and then i had to sleep and and then I um, got a little bit behind in school. I mean, just a little bit. Like, it was just like taking like a day off got me so far behind. And then it just started to kind of pull up. And I, I just remember one day waking up and saying, I can't do this anymore. I, I'm just done. Mm. And so I tell my husband-to-be that I'm done. And I'm like, I don't want to quit. And he's like, really? You know, and, and I'm like, I just, this is, I don't think I want to be a doctor. This is not mm-hmm. for me. And so I did. I quit. No kidding. I, I quit. Yep. I went to the um, to the dean of you know of the students, and I said I changed my mind. I don't want to do this. You know, this is I'm not cut out for this. Hmm. And they were like, "Really? Like you're doing fine? Like I I think I had like a you know B average in med school, so it wasn't like I was in danger of failing. I'm like, I just don't think this is for me. And they're like, Okay, well, we'll put you on a leave of absence, and then you can come back if you want. And I'm like. I'm not coming back, you know, yeah. but thanks, but yeah. I'm just done, you know. Yeah. So I quit. I leave. You know, we get married. And then I'm like, now what am I going to do, mm-hmm. right? Like, I never even considered anything else. I was going to always be a doctor. And um, I I worked at a bank, actually, right after we – I mean, I was like, mm-hmm. I just got a job to just make some money. Mm-hmm. And um, then I got a job as a pharmaceutical sales rep. So I got a job with Eli Lilly and I started mm-hmm. doing that. And um, it was a super cool job, but I'm like in doctor's offices every day, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's really what I want to be doing, I think. Yeah. So it didn't take long. It, it was less than a year. And I went back to the school and I said, look, I think I changed my mind. I think yeah. I do want to go back. And they were, they were like, yep. all right. You know, so they just let me kind of jump right back in wow. again. And, um, hmm. but... I, I did things a little bit differently then. And Matt, you said this mm-hmm. at the gymnastics seminar, stay in your own lane. Mm-hmm. That was something I learned then. And I realized, you know what? 
it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing here in this med school class. You know, it would be like there'd be a big exam and you'd all sit around with all your friends. Like, Mm -hmm. what'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you get? And I decided there's no point in that. You know, I'm going to just do what Libby can do. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do the best that I can. And if that's better than somebody else, great. And if it's worse than somebody else, that's okay. I'm just going to do what I can do. And I'm going to have a little bit of balance in my life too, which was not a lot of balance. I mean, it was like, I remember I would get up. I had class pretty much from nine to five every day, Monday through Friday. And I would get up at six and I would study from seven. I'd study from six to eight, go to school mm-hmm. all day, come home, eat dinner. And then I would study from like seven to 10. Every day. I mean, Monday through Thursday. Friday, I would go to, I would do that morning routine, go to school all day. And then my husband and I would go out to dinner Mm -hmm. and maybe a movie or something on Friday night. And then Saturday, we'd get up and run errands in the morning. And then we'd spend the afternoon and the evening at the library because he was in law school. I was in med school. And then we would spend all day Sunday studying every week. Wow. I mean, that was just the routine. But I mean, but I never would take away those things that were the treat like as yeah. far as friday night didn't yeah. matter what we had to do we were mm-hmm. still going to do something saturday yeah. morning we were still going to run the errands i remember friends was really popular the tv show mm-hmm. like that was on thursday nights and so i would tell myself like if i got through all of these things then i would take a 30 minute break and watch friends, friends. but yeah. if i didn't get through it all nope not watching it like right. and, and i would be real strict about that <laughs> um and shockingly like that coming back it was so much better different perspective it was a different Mm -hmm. perspective i was no longer you know and i realized like everybody's coming from a different spot in life like Mm -hmm. some of these people were a little bit older some of them had like a master's degree in anatomy and i'm trying to i'm trying to like compare myself and Mm -hmm. beat them Mm -hmm. and really is that even necessary like why does it even matter what they're doing like i i can they be successful and i be successful too Mm -hmm. does their success take away from my success no Mm -hmm. like just do your thing, you know, just show up every day, do the work and and, and learn it. But I, I remember sitting in this condo in this little second bedroom where I would study in and looking out the window at people doing normal people things yeah. and being so jealous. Like, yeah. like, I mean, people like riding their bikes and things like that and thinking, I want to ride my bike, you know, but mm-hmm. I've got to study. But I had enough insight to realize that like this is just the grind Mm -hmm. and it's not forever and you'll be able to do that stuff yeah i'll eventually be able to do that stuff and and we my husband and i were both we were both big delay gratification kind of people like Mm -hmm. we delayed a lot of gratification for a lot of years and now we have this like really Mm-hmm. great life that, yeah. that, exactly. that it took a long time to, to get, get to, yeah. but it's so, so worth it. And so I, I look at that leave of absence as like, I mean, I totally quit, you know, and, and normally like that, that JFK thing and iron, I just usually don't think about quitting, but it was probably the best thing mm-hmm. I really did because yeah. it was what I needed and I needed a new, fresh perspective. And I don't know exactly how I matured enough in that year to kind of get it Mm -hmm. um i don't know i think it was just i don't know grace i mean that i that i was able to um get there but it was i would say it was one of the biggest growth years of my life and i was probably close to your age i would say i was because i was well we just had our wedding anniversary yesterday Mm -hmm. 23 years years, and i was um 22 about to turn 23 when i got married Mm -hmm. and that's right when it was kind of all sort of mm-hmm. like 
falling apart for me a little bit yeah. there. And <laughs> yeah. it was in that next year that I was like, all right, I think I do want to do this. And I'm so glad it worked sure. out the way it did. But for it sure. was it was mentally a pretty rough Well, but time. I think that's, you know, what so many of us don't realize. And you did exactly what we would tell our clients to do is step back, look what's not working. Mm-hmm. And then come back and learn from what didn't work mm-hmm. and try a different way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it worked. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It did. So mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, like I never want to think about quitting, but sometimes you know, maybe it's not quitting. It was just taking a pause. You it know? was mm-hmm. hitting a pause. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, st- mm-hmm. learning to stay in my own lane was huge. And you forget that from time to time. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, there's other p- parts of my life where I forget to stay in my own lane. And you, you know, get into mm-hmm. the comparison trap. But it's such a terrible mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. to live. Yeah. Yep. But I, I remember thinking, like, I don't really belong here. Like, I really am not as smart as these other people. I'm just getting by by the skin of my teeth. And mm-hmm. the only reason I'm getting by is because I'm putting so much work in if like if i take a break for a second they're gonna see how inept i really am at some of this stuff Mm, you know and i so i think we all share that right i mean we all 100 share that and um it's just um yeah it's not true i mean we're all we're all capable of so much more than you think Mm -hmm. and i think i want to ask everybody kind of what their takeaway is like i think my takeaway is this um any challenge, this is going to be really hard. But then what I tell myself is, but you can do hard things, mm-hmm. you know, and I've proved that time and time again, that like, I don't, you know, I can do hard things. And I just remind myself of that, whether it's something as simple as like cutting sugar out of my diet, that's mm-hmm. going to be hard, but I can do yeah. hard things. Yeah. Or if it's a 50 mile trail run, you know what, I can do hard things, because I've proven to myself time and time again, that if I want to do it, I can do it. do it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Matt? What did you say a takeaway would be? Yeah, I, that's that's it's interesting you ended that way. I, I think that what I always try to tell myself internally and the kids are what I said before about always rise. Like take the mm-hmm. situation you're in and figure out how'd you get there? Mm-hmm. You know, why are you in? And then let's one, it takes one step in the right direction to make yeah. that change. And that's, you know, always try to rise out of the situation like you said. Yeah. Evaluate, assess, change. You yeah, know, and take that direction. Your, your comment. So I'm, I'm now into year eleven at CrossFit. I've, I've, we've got to re up my L two, you know, because I'm five years into that, and okay. it's that L three. You know, do I go for that? And just like your thought process, I'm like, well, I'm not smart enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know enough about it. Like I don't have the the time it takes to learn that. And there's another coach that owns a facility in in Dayton. There's like why don't you have your L3? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, because of everything you just talked about. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm not you, mm-hmm. and I'm not smart enough. I don't know the material. Mm-hmm. I don't know it well enough. I've only been doing it 11 years. And he, he's like, dude, you, you could have passed it four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, just listening to you deliver like a you know, gym. And I'm still that way. Though. I'm still mm-hmm. like, I'm not taking it because mm-hmm. I'll, I'll fail it. Yeah. And that's as I sit here today. I'm like, yeah, I'll fail it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but right. I think right now I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take it. I think you should. <laughs> I just take said it, it verbally. Sign absolutely. up right now. Yeah. I think you absolutely should because we all yeah. do that to ourselves, oh, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And and it kind of feels like yeah, like you feel like oh, I've got him fooled that he thinks I can do it, right? Yeah. But no, you yeah, don't. I can't like do that it. is yeah. because we're our own worst critics. You know, we sure. absolutely yeah. are. You know, I think if we could only see us as other people see us. Or 
as God sees you too. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that is just, you know, and we look, I mean, I don't know. I, I can, I can look in the mirror and if I've got like one little, you know, zit on my face, like, that's what I zero in on when I'm looking yeah, in the mirror, yeah. you know, instead of what other people see, you know, right. it's, it's just, yeah. it's just not good to yeah. beat ourselves yeah. up like that. It's not, it's not helpful. You know, I agree. it I really agree. isn't. Yeah, for sure. What about you, CJ? One little takeaway. So I, well, a couple of things, like I can do hard things. Mm-hmm. Like that's just, if, the more hard things you do, it's just kind of a way of life. You yeah. Know? So you're saying that and you constantly repeating that in your head, that's that positive self-talk, right? Yeah absolutely crucial and then just taking one step forward mm-hmm. like i don't know in the go ruck i said i thought about quitting a lot mm-hmm. well obviously it'd be nice to quit but like i'm not gonna quit right mm-hmm. like the thought of quitting leaves my mind so fast just because like i don't know i'm walking and i'm like cj cyber doesn't quit cj cyber doesn't quit mm-hmm. you know just keep repeating self something yeah. um but matt talks about um when you're going down the wrong path you're constantly talking about or you're constantly lying to yourself mm-hmm I think that's really similar to what your mind goes through when you're doing like these hard things that we were all talking about is like the burpees or go ruck or whatever, or like you're kind of microdosing or exercising your mind for those scenarios. So you're always, when you're doing something like during the go ruck, I'm like, Oh, this, like this coffee would be so much better than what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. And like, you're just dude, just go to the coffee, get the car, go in the car, you know? Mm-hmm. But that's like, that's not productive. Like in, in the future, your delayed gratification, I would not be happy with myself, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's like that, and it, or eat that donut, and then you're like, no, I'm above that donut. Mm-hmm. And then you walk out of the house, and you're like, oh, sweet, I didn't eat that donut, mm-hmm. you know? Right, like, yeah. yeah. It's like even just little things, but if you can delay the gratification, and you're, by doing the hard things all the time, or making the hard choice, or like, not the comfortable choice, embrace productive discomfort. That's one of my favorite quotes. I love that. But, yeah. Embrace productive discomfort. Mm-hmm. I so love So if it. you always do that, and then you choose it's always going to be better for you in the long run, right? Yes. And then yeah. you get happier and then you quit quitting. <clears throat> yeah. And then yeah. Absolutely. I love that. That's I cool. love embrace nice productive discomfort. <laughs> love that. Yeah. Like yeah. Alex, what about you? I kind of have two different things. I mean, I definitely look at no matter what situation it is is that you're going to learn something from it. You're mm-hmm. g- you're going to really always I I don't even want to say I don't look at those as failures, mm-hmm. you know, like my first Ironman, mm-hmm. I DNF'd, mm-hmm. I had a really bad day. I still think it was the best thing that ever happened because I went back to the shower, cried really hard for five minutes, felt sorry for myself, pulled on my big girl panties and mm-hmm. went off and cheered, you know, for mm-hmm. people all day, had a great time with my son that came and watched and watched my husband have an amazing Ironman, which I wouldn't have got to do if I was you know, yeah. out on a course. So I'm grateful cool. that we have those awesome, awesome memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I feel like there's always something to learn through those situations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And kind of going one step deeper is I always had this in my head, and I don't know where this started at one point, but I always used to sit there and think in situations that would happen when you have those moments of how you're going to handle it. I would picture myself at the pearly gates of heaven sitting with God, and it's he and I with a videotape, and he's pushing play, Mm -hmm. and we're watching how I behaved. Mm -hmm. And I always wanted those decisions to be the good decisions Mm -hmm. and, you know, what my character was going to look like. 
And mm-hmm. so a lot of times I think about, all right, if I'm sent with God with a VCR, of course, it's not VCR anymore. Right. Um, That's right. But what is that going to yeah. look like? Because mm-hmm. it's only he and I accountable for myself, yeah. nobody else. Yeah. And so I think those things always kind of sit there mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. me with that. On mm-hmm. My takeaway is what does your character show mm-hmm. in those moments of really hard times? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Like your purpose is God's, the purpose God gave you, right? Yeah. It's not. I feel what, like I'm living his story to tell. Mm-hmm, right. And it's not what yeah. what you think Joe Schmo down the street thinks about you. Right. Yeah. You know, or think thinks he should. Yeah. He thinks you should do, you know? Right. Like you should do what God thinks you should do, not what right. Joe Schmo says. Mm-hmm. And yeah. here's the thing. People are not so worried about what we're all doing because everybody's worried about what they're doing themselves. Yeah, so true. You know, it's not like, I mean, you tend to think that there's Mm -hmm. there's not, you know, I mean, it's just, you got to do what makes you happy. When I came to Christ and I I finally was baptized, um, as they, they, the the church that we belonged to at the time did a little video and, you know, they talked about, you know, what you've been through and then you had to go up in front and I, and I gave, I wrote some things out, and I gave a nice little speech. But in the background, they had "Mercy Me." I can only imagine playing. Mm. Right? Oh, every and time I hear that. Yeah, still. and that's 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 the song that I picked because of what you just said. Yeah, I can I can only imagine. And yeah. in my mind, I can only imagine all of the things that you've seen. Yeah, mm-hmm. that I've done. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the part that just like right kids you. Right? Yeah. Exactly. It is yeah. exactly so. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys. This was some good I know. stuff. Was good. We've done some hard yeah. things. Yeah. Life okay. is hard. Only I, more to just come. since I put it on the outline, we got to do it real quick. We got to talk about one real quick little thing that, like, <laughs> our fun fact. A fun fact about you that, like, most oh. people don't know. Like, or not maybe, I don't know, maybe that we don't know, I guess. Like, just, and it can be something totally goofy. Like, mine's, you want me to go first? Yeah, yeah. go first. <laughs> Matt, Matt has to think of one quick. <laughs> I, had to, I had to think of one because CJ's like, what's your fun fact? I'm like, okay. So I was like, what do, would you, like, I used to be in love with the Brady Bunch. It was like okay. my favorite show to watch. I remember this, like, kid came over to play one time when we were kids. I lived in St. Henry. That's yeah. where I grew up originally. And he came over and he's like, what do you want to do? I'm like, well, the Brady Bunch comes on in like 30 minutes. And he's like, I don't really like the Brady Bunch. I'm like, who doesn't like that? I, I, I didn't realize it was possible. Like, I, I loved I We don't it. like those people. I if you know. don't like the Brady Bunch, go home. I go home. can tell you to this day. That's where my hand comes out. Get out go of here. Go home. I haven't watched it for years, but I could still. If there's not an episode I have not seen. Okay, we need to have a girls' night. We're yeah. just going to yeah. watch, watch all five Bunch. seasons of Brady Bunch. <laughs> loved the Brady Bunch. Like, my absolute favorite. I thought they were the coolest kids ever. Yeah. And I loved their house. I wish I could have had their house. <laughs> and their maid, Alice. That would have been awesome. <laughs> I know. Okay, so, who's next? See, I'll, it can be just goofy like next. that. I'll go next. Mine's really dumb. So, my and my kids, the kids, the the my two will probably remember this. Tanner will for sure. But I used to um, get them embarrassed because I can take the tip of my tongue and touch my nose, <laughs> and I could like literally like pick my nose with my tongue. Oh my God. I, so I would embarrass the kids. You got to show us now. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. so okay, I'll show you guys. There's yeah, you probably forgot to. Yeah. Really okay, good. let's see. Oh, wow. so, that's so even like I would embarrass effort. the kids, and they'd be like, "Oh, Dad, you gotta stop that! <laughs> stop it, Dad!" Yeah. So that's embarrassing. That's I can't even get my tongue halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, people. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what about you, CJ? So I, mine's not really that funny, I guess, but I once decided 
eight hours before I left that I was going to drive to the Grand Canyon. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Eight hours. Yeah. I decided Sunday night at like 8 p.m. Just <laughs> called it. drive to Grand Canyon tomorrow. Yeah. I, was, I hated my summer job. And I just So I texted my boss. I said, hey, I'm going to Grand Canyon this week. And he's like, no, you're not. I'm like, yeah, I am. I'll send pictures. And he's like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, cool, have fun. <laughs> then, Did you get fired? No. Yeah. No, I, I told him. Oh. Like, he was a cool guy. So okay. I was like screwing with him, you know. Okay, but, got it. Um, I called a couple of friends up and they're just like, tomorrow. And I'm like, yeah, let's go. And they're like, <laughs> awesome. that's the dumbest. No, we're not doing that. I'm like, okay. So I finally called one of my girlfriends up. Not girlfriend, but friend. A that's friend a girl. Who's a girl. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. But I called her and I was like, "Hey, I'm going to Grand Canyon tomorrow. You want to come?" And she's like, "That's dumb." No, hangs up. Like ten minutes later, calls me back. Hey, I'll go. Because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I text her. I was like, I text her a picture of it. I was like, I'll send you pictures. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, then so just I went, the two of you went. Yeah, we just. I picked her up. So I called her. It was like eight thirty or nine o'clock Sunday night, and I was at her house. She lives in Versailles. I was at her house at five a.m. the next morning, and we left. And you went to the And then came back. Wow. Yeah, we had to come back that Sunday night, next Sunday night, because I had an eye doctor appointment early Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> can never change those. Yeah, I mean, those are like nope. sentences. Wow, we can't miss that. <laughs> can't miss you that don't want to hear my story yeah. then. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, I love fun. that. Oh, it was amazing. It was the best trip yeah. of my life. Yeah. Wow. Not we the best trip. just saying we want to go back to the My fiance is going to listen to this. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I know. We drove out to Colorado for spring break. Okay. That was probably my best trip. Yeah. Okay. Or when we got out. I don't know. Whatever. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What about you, Alex? Okay. Well, I'm kind of jumping on your bandwagon. I <laughs> – my mother still brings this up. Um, didn't go to my high school graduation. I got in my car the last day of school, packed it up, and moved to Florida with my best friend. <gasps> oh. What? No Nuh-uh. kidding. And so she called me, and she goes, you're coming home for graduation. I go – Nope. Oh. You came home for an eye appointment. I didn't even come home for graduation. Oh my gosh. Well, no. there you have it. Not oh my gosh. Not coming home. So they had a party without me. <laughs> oh my. They still talk about oh, I that. Bet. I, bet. I graduated in 90. Yeah. I'm still not forgiven. <laughs> oh my gosh, wow. Alex. And how long were you there? Uh, about a month and a half. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Totally worth That's it. amazing. It was. <laughs> Jeez. Probably going to do it tomorrow. <laughs> Rebel. Totally. My kids did not know that. I would get so upset. Like, if my parents would like bring that up. Do you know what your mom? I'm like, hush. Yeah. I'm trying to bring up good kids. That's right. I don't right. want them to do that. Don't tell them. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this was good. Thanks, everybody. I think we're talking about our next episode. We're talking about testosterone. testosterone. Oh, cool. So, um, testosterone. I mean, it's you know, starts to get lower as we get a little bit older. Even for the ladies. Even for Mm -hmm. the ladies, for men and women. And so, um, it's something that we like to to check on our patients and make sure it's optimized because it makes a big, big difference. So, we're going to talk about that on our next episode. And thanks, everybody, for joining us today. Thanks Thanks for having us. Yeah, this was awesome. Awesome. Yay! Thanks, guys. No, thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the PRing Life podcast. If you are interested in learning more or would like to work with us, head on over to our website, www.northsidefunctionalmedicine.com. See you next time.